Hello, welcome back to Sextras, where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey and I love velvet. I think it's my favourite fabric. I, I say I, it just made me think of red velvet cake. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's soft and nice. I see why you would. Mm, very nice. <laughs> I'm Maria. <laughs> And I haven't brushed my hair in five days. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, You're a disgrace. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool, interesting <laughs> fact about my life, guys. Cool facts about us. As you can tell, we have amazing fun facts as always. We kind of just, like, put ourselves in, like, like, dug ourselves a hole by saying we're going to do fun facts every week. Yeah, but I feel like it's... Im- I think it's important (laughs) for our listeners to get to know us, you know? Yeah, true. (laughs) I mean, they're really getting to know us with these, like, really deep facts about us. Like, like, this is all anyone who would date us would need to know. Like, these surface level (laughs) facts, you know? Like, what's your favourite (laughs) colour? Oh my god, okay. Well, today we are going to talk about the pandemic a bit more. We did our third episode ever was on sex, love and Mm COVID-19. And it's actually one of our most ever listened to episodes. So clearly you guys loved the pandemic content. (laughs) So we're bringing you more. Yeah. Anything to get those listens up. (laughs) (laughs) Anything for approval. (laughs) But yeah, we just kind of wanted to have a little catch up because in the UK, we're in our second national lockdown, which was kind of inevitable. It's lit. (laughs) Except students aren't on lockdown, which is kind of weird. But Mm. so we kind of just wanted to like check in with everyone, see how the pandemic has affected like your mental health your self-confidence how you look after yourself and then also just catch up on love and relationship related Mm -hmm. things just kind of see how things are because like a lot's changed for me I don't know not much (laughs) has changed for Maria but like I'm sure there's lots in between that that you guys have gone through so we're gonna find that out and we kind of just wanted to make it like an interactive episode as well so we can like hear more of you stories Mm -hmm. we are some of our friends too to send us a few things so you'll hear that at the end we just wanted to get a few different stories and things so it's not just us talking about our boyfriends the whole time (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, you will see because we we just want to talk about sort of how it's affecting people and more like the deeper self love shit yeah and i feel like it's well today when we're recording is covid's first birthday yeah happy birthday covid (laughs) so yeah like this is so crazy yeah i was thinking as well like at the start of the pandemic obviously everyone was kind of upset and not having the best time because it was like all very new but now so much has changed because so many people have been inside all this time and we haven't had like normal social interaction Mm -hmm. in so long that it's kind of just become even more disheartening I think. Yeah I think people have sort of reframed the Mm. way that 
Well, at least that's sort of what I've been hearing, that there's a lot of reframing of the way we think about things now and how we're just adapted to sort of this way of life. And yeah, I think you'll see from the responses in the segment, uh, like we were looking through them and I was telling Honey that it's just quite nice because a lot of it is really positive and really sort of like working on, everyone's working on themselves and realising like a lot of self-worth and all of that shit, which yeah. obviously is like so nice to see coming from something that's not been necessarily very positive and very nice. Yeah. Um, Just sort of, I don't know, the light at the end of the tunnel, not the end of the tunnel, because who, who the fuck knows when the, the end is going to come. <laughs> <laughs> like The one year in of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also obviously it is... This is no one's ideal situation, but it's nice to know how other people are dealing with mm-hmm. it and knowing that people are finding a way to get through it, even uh-huh. if it's even if it has so many downsides. Yeah. And I mean, that said, should we get into the first question, which was actually, what have people been doing yes. to look after themselves during the pandemic? Let's do it. Should I? I'll start us off. Yeah, I'll start us off. Someone said prioritizing having personal space and boundaries. That's good. I relate to this one. I mean, all I have is personal space, really. But like, I do think it's very important, especially living with other people Mm. and being stuck inside with other people. That was kind of the position I was in at the start of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of trying to really make sure I had that time. Yeah, I feel like it's forced people into really sort of assessing and setting those boundaries because it kind of has to be done because you're all enclosed in a space yeah um the next person said cutting down alcohol intake I've definitely done this like when I drink now I get so drunk (laughs) it's not even I'll have literally half a glass of wine and I can't finish it because it makes me feel so disgusting I think hopefully like everyone's going to come out of this pandemic and realize that alcohol is kind of drinking is cancelled i'm sorry like in my mind drinking is cancelled everyone keeps talking about the first party (laughs) when we get out of lockdown the first time going clubbing but i'm like no i can't i I do miss going clubbing i I really want to night out but i don't want to drink i got drunk on halloween and i felt so (laughs) so disgusting yeah i get the worst hangovers now i'm like an old woman yeah, I w- I didn't think I was that hungover, but then I got up and I was like, oh wow, I feel rough. <laughs> yeah, fuck alcohol. Even now we're in, we're in our 20s, like we're old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 20, already too old to be getting too drunk. <laughs> we're literally so boring. I know. <laughs> and we were just saying as well that we go to bed at like 10 every night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like our generation is going to be so boring after this yeah. pandemic. We're like, so true actually okay well someone else says that they've been smoking weed to take care of themselves very nice Mm. i mean it's illegal here in the uk but does anyone care no they don't (laughs) yeah i'm sure this person was from somewhere that's legal yeah, definitely. I'm sure. <laughs> Our followers are also <laughs> the law abiding <laughs> with having sex in public 24 <laughs> 7. <laughs> the next one 
watched videos of a wise Buddhist monk. This is very random. Hot take. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't say I've done this myself. Yeah, neither. <laughs> maybe we should try Yeah, it take notes. <laughs> that actually sounds really relaxing, though. Mm, yeah, you know what? Uh, well, I've been doing loads of yoga, and that's been, like, my meditation. Mm, so nice. maybe it's kind of a similar vibe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe if you don't like meditation, you could get into watching videos of wise buddhist monks Mm -hmm, for sure (laughs) someone said clean my house regularly oh my god i literally hoover in here (laughs) three times a week i always think my downstairs neighbors must think that i'm some crazy like cleaning obsessed person but i just i'm like i have to hoover it's been like two days i'm such a messy person but actually yeah i've tried to keep my room quite clean because it yeah, it makes me feel better. That's I feel, true. I kind of go between two, but I feel like I've always done that, so it's not really specific to the pandemic. Yeah. Someone said making my bed. I've also been doing this, and it's actually been helping because I'm <laughs> in the same room 24 7. Mm. The same room as my bed. So if I can see my bed and I can see it's not made, I'm just like, oh, I'll just get it to bed. It's <laughs> fine. But if it's made, I'll be like, oh, I don't want to disturb peace you know it's like motivation to stay out of bed yeah i see that i still don't make my bed there i never will probably (laughs) yeah i thought i would never be the person to make my bed but here i am in the middle of a pandemic yeah good job thank you and this person that submitted that actually (laughs) (laughs) someone else said not feel bad about taking breaks and eating unhealthy sometimes yeah that's true i definitely need to learn to take more breaks i'm really bad at taking breaks i feel like i should feel more bad about taking breaks (laughs) so then i would take less (laughs) but actually i already feel so guilty about it all the time yeah i do it all the time so Mm. Uh, (laughs) but yeah i don't think i need to cut myself more slack i really don't No, but with the eating unhealthy thing, I've also kind of been doing that because I've been getting really into working out, which is like, who am I even? Yeah, but embrace it. No, I am embracing (laughs) it. It's great. Obviously, I want to be healthy, but I just never thought I would be this person that I am in 2020. Mm. Like, I thought 2020 was going to be the year where I became this cool woman, you know, but it's not (laughs) happening. Um, (laughs) What does working out mean you're not this cool woman? What do you mean? I mean, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I didn't, this wasn't the life I envisaged for myself at 20, but whatever, it's fine. We're we're just going with the flow. (laughs) But (laughs) because I have not really been spending any money because I can't go anywhere and I can't really... Like, I can buy stuff, but I just haven't. I just, I don't even have the motivation to buy stuff other than food. Mm. So I just buy food and I, I make sure that I I get, like, a takeaway every week. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, cute. Yeah, just have snacks every now and again. I mean, not every now and again, like, every day. But, you know, just mm. have that one thing where you it, it brings you joy. Like, food is our yeah. only joy. Yeah, like, some <laughs> other people said, like, eat good food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Someone said mindfulness and smoothies daily. This is the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I've also been doing that too. I haven't been doing mindfulness. I've been doing smoothies, but not daily. But 
I just can't do mindfulness. It sounds like a very LA lifestyle, mindfulness and smoothies. True, oh my god. I like it though, it sounds nice. I Not just, for me, but yeah. it sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. Someone else said buying plants. Cute. I bought plants during, it wasn't lockdown, but I recently bought plants. And very I'm nice. into it. And my one of my plants like basically committed suicide because it like fell out the window. So I... <laughs> <laughs> um and i tried to bring it back to life but i can it's not working it's really sad it's actually really depressed me but yeah um still recommend buying plants it's quite nice it sounds really nice it's quite cute i want to do it but my room is either way too cold or way too hot so i think it would just confuse them also i know i wouldn't look after them i just would make excuses yeah but i bought succulents because Mm. of course like if you know me, <laughs> if you know me, you know I, I would not be able to keep a plant alive. I just can't. But they're so easy because you don't have to water them that much. And I mean, they're so cute. Yeah, we do. We have a basil plant and it's not even mine. It's my flatmate's. But <laughs> I've remembered to water it maybe once a week if he's not here. And I feel really proud of myself. And I'm like, wow, good job. But it's still dying. So... <laughs> It's clearly not making that much difference. <laughs> well, yeah, I recommend go buy a plant. Mm, maybe I will. Um, making a routine. Yeah, I yeah, think this is so a good important. Idea. I, I kind of, I'll get into this a bit later in my experience of quarantine. But like routine is like huge thing that has been a problem for me. So definitely top tip. Yeah, and <laughs> at the start of this year. Both of us said that we wanted to start getting up early and we've been doing it. So Yeah, that's true. That really helps. Because Yeah, that's true. You instead of you get up at a random time and you're just like, Oh, I'll see where the day goes from mm. then. You're getting up and then I make myself breakfast because then I'm hungry. Because mm. I'm up so early and then yeah, you just kind of fill in the rest of mm. the day. And I have a planner that I bought, a daily planner, and I write all the times what I'm gonna do every day. Yeah, and I think also getting up early is quite good for like, like even if you're not productive straight away and stuff, it gives you that like extra hour. Let's say you've literally been doing nothing and then you look at the time and it's like, oh, it's only ten still because mm. I got up at nine. Yeah. So, yeah, and another top tip is get out of bed, like, immediately, even if it's, like, to get a cup of tea or, like, to go pee or something. Oh, so yeah, then, true. because, I don't know, that helps me. If I get out of bed immediately, then I'm less likely to, like, waste time and procrastinate and, like, not do anything and be really unproductive. Yeah, I've been trying really, 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 really hard to not go on Instagram as soon as I wake up. Because mm. I will just sit, I will just <laughs> lie in my bed for... 45 minutes on instagram so i have to be like okay i really have to pee i'm gonna get up i'm gonna go pee and then i'll make my bed and then i'll make breakfast so i can't i won't even be tempted to get back into bed even though it's freezing yeah (laughs) but yeah making a routine yeah someone else said reaching out to friends i think i've been worse in lockdown yeah i've gotten way worse like at all social things i've gotten way worse yeah Someone said working out, sleeping, eating good, working on my career. Good. Yeah. We love nice. it. Nice. Sort of like routine as well as 
doing quite a few useful things. Mm, working on your career sounds good. Mm-hmm. Wish we could relate, but I mean, the podcast. What is do our you career. mean? <laughs> it's all we've been doing in lockdown, honey. <laughs> we really relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're so grown up. <laughs> we have a career. <laughs> and final one: going on walks. Yeah, we said we were going to start literally doing that. Every time we see each other, we're like, yeah, let's start going on daily walks. It'll be so nice. We just haven't. Maybe we should make it a more realistic goal and say once a week, weeks, yeah. and then see how we go from that. Also, yeah. we've been saying for the last month that we're going to go on a walk around Bristol and stick up our stickers, <laughs> but we haven't. Literally so bad. And my aunt was telling me how important it is to go on walks as well for your mental health. I was like, yeah, but I go on walks to Sainsbury's. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only time I leave the house or if I have to pick up a book from the library. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So now that we've gone through what people have been doing to make themselves not go crazy, we also asked... like we wanted to see how people's mental health was going yeah so we just asked like do you think your mental health has suffered during the pandemic and 80 84 percent of people said yes which is crazy i mean i mean understandable but crazy it's a lot of people Mm -hmm. i mean has yours hun yeah sure the 16 percent. i want to know what you're doing (laughs) that it hasn't suffered i think i said no but tell us your secret my my reasoning is that i don't think it's gone necessarily worse or like the pandemic has changed anything it's just the same as it's always like it's not been good yeah but i don't I don't think it's gone worse with the pandemic necessarily. Maybe it has, and I just like haven't thought about it or noticed it that much. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I just don't think I have felt more shit or whatever. Mm. Definitely at the start, I thought I was doing really well. <laughs> I was being really productive, and I am being really productive now still, but. I don't know, I just think it's so far into it and we've come nearly a whole year of lockdown or mm. some kind of restrictions. And I'm like, I just don't know when it's going to end. <laughs> so that's just been making me feel more disheartened about mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It hasn't necessarily gotten really bad or better. Mm-hmm. I just know there have been days where I know that my mental health is bad and it's because of the situation I see, we're in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess to be fair, I, I think I'm more anxious. Mm. Yeah, in terms of depression, I think it's sort of the same. Or Anyway, but yeah, we want to acknowledge that people's mental health right now is pretty fragile and shit. Yeah. And we relate in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's also kind of difficult because I've in a lot of ways sometimes just don't even know why I'm in a bad mood because I'm so used to it by now (laughs) that I'm just kind of like why am I like this I don't even think Mm. about it until I stop doing something and just take time out and chill and then I think about it 
and then I have to kind of rationalize okay well we are in this weird dystopian situation and mm-hmm. you kind of have to give yourself more <laughs> time to just be like not do anything mm-hmm. so yeah after eight o'clock or whatever I do try and just have time to myself and like, watch tv and kind of reflect on things yeah I feel like for a lot of people also the uncertainty is quite could be like anxiety provoking or I don't know fuck with your mental health so I completely get that Mm, me too yeah I think the uncertainty is probably the hardest part Mm. okay so just while we're on the topic of talking about uncertainty and mental health we wanted to hear a bit from some other people not just us more in-depth personal experiences because we know everyone's had really different experiences during this time yeah for sure so we asked our friend hannah so we're just gonna hear from her hi guys um, my name is hannah um i'm a friend of marie and honey's from school and i just wanted to give a brief message about my mental health during covid i'm someone who hasn't had the healthiest mindsets growing up um and especially in the past few years and that's not saying i'm part of some exclusive group of people suffering with mental health i think it's extremely common and it should be known that it's extremely common it shouldn't be made into this exciting exclusive people it's not an aesthetic it's just part of being a human being and covid has obviously exasperated any issues that people have with mental health because on one end we're in extreme isolation it's extremely claustrophobic to be in the same environment every single day and not having any novel experiences not meeting any new people for me it has this zombifying effect where i almost dissociate from reality i almost forget that i'm alive because of the lack of anything new or any thrills it's extremely difficult to remember that these are the most exciting years of my life um and i think a lot of people in their 20s have felt that time just almost ticks away and you're being carried away with it and you're not really living in it and not that i feel like that in normal life every day but it's definitely taken to a new level when self-isolating and on the other end there's also a debilitating fear from seeing people that i love and i feel that's meant to that's always assisted me with my mental health it's been really comforting reassuring but now it's extremely scary it is followed by an onset of panic and debilitating fear that's just nauseating for days because of the idea that perhaps you've spread some deadly disease to someone you love and that is something that is so new and only brought by covid and i feel like it hasn't been talked about much that extreme panic that people have especially if you know someone in a risky group personally my mother has a chronic lung illness and that's always been difficult to deal with but now it's been obviously much worse it's the first time in my life i haven't seen her every single week she's been by herself i haven't seen her it's and when i do see her i try to be extremely safe but there's always a panic there's there's not a time i haven't seen her very briefly and felt weeks of utter fear so that has been obviously very debilitating and i'm sure many people have experienced that if they know people in risk groups because when you're young you're still active you know that you're not going to die from the stillness we don't know but it's really probable so you're trying to 
be in your 20s and at the same time you want to see your family and you want to talk to people and you know that there's a, a small chance that you are responsible for someone being gravely ill so covid has overall just brought this like fatal concoction of these dizzying fears and the zombifying sadness and that's even worse when you're in your 20s and you're already dealing with the unsettling unknown of being young and starting adulthood so i just wanted to say that i hope that when this is done we're grateful for our freedom and grateful for the safety of those we love and that I don't think this is like an optimistic experience as everyone on social media and corporations keep trying to tell us. It's terrifying. It's against our nature as social beings. So I hope if anyone has been feeling these sort of feelings, they know that they're absolutely not alone. That if people on social media are tricking you into thinking that everyone's having a great time, they're not. And I hope everyone has built useful techniques and defenses against mental crisis. Thank you so much, Hannah, for sending us like such an honest review of your COVID experience. In a lot of ways, I forget that people are actually in fucked up situations, which obviously is so like stupid that I forget that because it's so obvious. But I don't know, sometimes I get really into my own world and I'm kind of like, oh, it's just staying inside. And, you know, when it's not it goes a lot deeper than that and even if that's not my experience like it's important to highlight that and thank you so much Hannah for letting us do that I guess (laughs) yeah I think everyone can kind of relate to not being able to see their families and how difficult that is and for me like not being able to see Mm. my grandparents not being able to hug them that's been really difficult and we usually see each other all the time so it's kind of weird to feel so used to it but feel so used to having to think about it constantly but it's not nice to have to feel that way Mm. I remember when it all started happening and like how worried you were about it and (laughs) I remember when you told me you had COVID or like when you when I would see you and stuff and like we you were like really weary about touching and like going inside and all of that stuff which as you should be but I remember when you told me you had COVID and I was like so worried and I was like really worried when your boyfriend was coming because I was like oh my god no she's so the kind of person that would die from this like I was like really worried (laughs) because like you have all these like weird health problems and okay it's not the same but I do it's not the same at all by any means but I do get that and like what Hannah was saying that complete anxiety and fear that you're gonna hurt someone you love like yeah and kind of just always having that in the back of your mind mm, that's I feel like that's something that so many people can relate to so that's your sort of daily reminder that to not just be like going out and doing whatever the fuck you want just for no reason because it's like people's lives are at risk (laughs) so wear a mask Okay, well, let's move on to the next poll question, which is, have you noticed any change within yourself due to the pandemic? 
and 91% of people said yes. So that's good. That's that really surprised. I think that's crazy. Like, yeah, pretty much everyone. <laughs> it's really positive. I mean, well, it's kind of an ambiguous question, but mm. we'll move on to the other things, which like, yeah, the answers we asked, as to why. Mm, we asked in what ways. Yeah. And the sort of stuff people said, someone said, uh, I'm less tolerant of selfishness. Yes. I love this because, okay, so I discussed in our third episode, you can go check it out, how my boyfriend was not complying with the restrictions for COVID and being really selfish around Mm. how he just wanted to carry on going out, blah, 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 which a lot of people were doing then and still are but props to him he has changed his ways now and he knows because we had covid and now he's like oh yeah that was shit i don't want that again Mm. but a lot of people have kind of realized that other people being selfish is so ridiculous in these times especially but just in general i i hope that the kind of sense of community that we have all acquired during this time is carried on after the pandemic mm. so i think it's really nice everyone's more aware of their surroundings and of other people because we have to be which comes with the bad as well uh-huh. but <laughs> yeah it's nice that other people are just more considerate <laughs> for sure even to strangers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i agree someone else said they've learnt new skills very nice i've been meaning to do this but i haven't i have i guess i'm learning to draw on the ipad oh yeah so i guess that's a new skill Mm -hmm. but it wasn't really that deliberate i get we're learning a new what do you mean we've learned how to edit yeah that's true do a podcast yeah you've learned so much shit what do you mean you way more than me as well (laughs) no but yeah (laughs) and i've definitely improved skills i've improved overall in Mm. life skills nice yeah i mean it's quite a good time i feel a lot of people i reckon can relate to this Mm. and it's quite a good thing also for speaking of mental health like pick up a new thing learn a new thing and just keep yourself busy i guess yeah, I think I said no because at the start of the pandemic I had all these lofty <laughs> aspirations of what I wanted to do in this time and I wanted to learn how to sew with my sewing machine which, to be fair, I did make two masks but I still haven't really hacked it because <laughs> I get too impatient. <laughs> but I wanted to do that. I wanted to become fluent in French even though I'm pretty good at French but I wanted to like hone my skills you know oh, yeah me too actually and I, I wanted to sell all the clothes that I don't want I haven't done that at all not even one item <laughs> I have that suitcase filled with clothes <laughs> and I wanted to I, I've so many things I've been like I'm gonna do this I, I'm gonna start pottery I'm gonna start like, <laughs> making rugs and shit but it hasn't happened yet but there's still time i think so (laughs) and you've done a lot still even if you haven't done those things yeah true (laughs) the next one my social meter is so much lower now i'm so used to being inside on my own i really relate to this Mm -hmm. i find it so hard to be around people now yeah like even people i'm quite close with it's actually really hard. I think that's what I found the hardest about the pandemic, that I just get really 
like I find it really overwhelming <laughs> to be around people sometimes. Yeah. And I I just tend to avoid it at all costs. Even if like it's not actually that bad. Mm-hmm. I just like tend to prefer staying in my room because I know that I will have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Even it's, for it's Halloween, really how you like invited me to come to your dinner. I was, I was like, I know if it was a normal situation, I would <laughs> really want to go. But just the fact of being inside basically alone for like a month and then before that just with my family. There were there was like a period of four months where I had literally not interacted with anyone my age or close to my age. <laughs> like anyone younger than 50 basically (laughs) (laughs) apart from my dog so then when I actually started to see you again and a couple of our other friends I was like I just don't even know how to interact with anyone (laughs) and that's how I feel now still I just don't I can't tell if I'm acting weirdly around people which is kind of not great (laughs) yeah but people are so tiring to be around yeah (laughs) (laughs) but anyway back to a positive note the next one is i've become more comfortable in myself and who i am Mm. yes girl or boy girl (laughs) this was my hope for everyone at the start of the pandemic because i was thinking how all the people who aren't used to being alone basically everyone who's not students because students are amazing at being alone basically (laughs) they would just kind of struggle because you're not really used to just having time or just especially because of the world that we live slash lived in (laughs) of everyone being on the go and having to work all the time I feel like you don't have any time to kind of just sit by yourself and really think about who you are but now that's all anyone (laughs) does (laughs) so you kind of have to really think about what you want yeah, I feel like it's really made people reevaluate sort of what they want. Mm. For sure. Yeah, but I think it's definitely a positive thing going into mm-hmm. the post pandemic mm-hmm. years. <laughs> Someone said, I can organize better at home. Nice. Yeah. Always a good skill. Marie Kondo, your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really can't relate. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Someone else said, I make sure I talk about my feelings more. Mm. Nice. Very important, to be fair, when you're not. It's kind of a long, I guess a lot of people have been forced into long distance relationships or like not even in relationships, just like friendships and stuff when Mm. you're not hanging out. And I guess all you can do is talk over the phone or text and you know what I mean? So and a lot can get lost in translation. So talking about your feelings is kind of important otherwise yeah there will be miscommunications and shit so I guess it's sort of like a thrown into the deep end kind of new skill (laughs) I mean I've said many times that this is something that I'm (laughs) on a long trajectory with (laughs) and everyone who knows me will know that I really struggle with talking (laughs) about my feelings but I do think I've made some progress I don't know if that's necessarily due to the pandemic but I think it kind of varies like I either Mm. am really good at it or I'm so used to being just like in my head that I kind of assume that everyone else kind of knows what's happening (laughs) but that's really not the case (laughs) so yeah good for you that you've done that I hope a lot of people have 
learned this skill as well. Um, someone said, I'm way more socially awkward. Yeah. Yeah. As we were saying. Yeah. We were talking, <laughs> yeah. Kind of already talked about that. I-, I feel like as well, sorry, just to add to what we said, I feel really proficient in communicating via Zoom and FaceTime. <laughs> but <laughs> when I see people in real life, it just feels so alien <laughs> so weird I, I don't know how I'll go back to having to actually interact with people just teachers or just people that you're not that close with face to face that's deep yeah I don't like I was thinking with my singing teacher I feel like we're a lot more our rapport is a lot more fluid now that we have to have <laughs> lessons over zoom <laughs> so then i was thinking if it goes back to face to face i don't know what that will be like and i'm a lot more confident because i have because i can just perform and it's just me in my room whereas mm. it's a lot more vulnerable to do that in fi- like one-on-one face to face lessons so i guess take advantage of that yeah, and i've been <laughs> participating loads in my online lectures as well yeah i feel like i participate a lot because <laughs> no one sees you no i mostly do it because i feel bad when no one speaks so then i feel forced to speak mm. but yeah i guess it forces you to at least it forces me because I, I feel so awkward for the teacher that i have to jump in mm, uh, <laughs> one of my teachers is quite good at getting people to participate and he'll kind of involve what he thinks we're interested in in the questions he asks us so it's kind of targeted at people but Mm. not in a really scary way (laughs) and also it's over zoom so it's not as terrifying but before the pandemic actually as long as I can remember I've been so bad at interacting in class I just can't really say anything I get so stressed and I Mm. still feel that stress but it's not (laughs) as bad because of zoom that's good yeah it's quite nice (laughs) the next one I'm less afraid to speak my mind because I'm a bit fed up and honestly it's just easier yeah yeah kind of like talking about your feelings more and all of that shit yeah being so thrown true. into the deep end what you said <laughs> you yeah. kind of have no other option yeah so true um and kind of similar vein like bec- well I guess not that similar but becoming more driven and believing in myself more like a lot of career focus knowing what you want shit yeah we love it becoming more independent someone Very else nice. said that oh that was the last one actually but yeah it's nice how positive they are yeah. people really could have chosen to say the more negative things and that's kind of what I was envisaging when we asked that question but I'm glad that people said positive things yeah it's really I don't know it makes me feel happy yeah <laughs> done and face the change okay well so moving on to kind of more related to our podcast although that was all of those were in the vein of self-love and confidence which we also are focused on but just to update on our sex love and COVID-19 episode we asked people to tell us your pandemic love or sex stories so Someone said, I'm pretty sure I've taken over a thousand nudes in this time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Love it. 
keep doing it never stop yeah i can't <laughs> relate but good for you <laughs> love yourself <laughs> someone else said i thought it would be a great solace my husband went off it entirely hmm? oh i guess they mean being alone with their significant other and they thought it would be a good thing uh, but then the husband went off it. I mean, maybe that's not what they mean, but that's kind of what I am taking it as what uh, they mean. Yeah, that's kind of deep. I mean, yeah, that sucks. A, a lot of marriages have been suffering <laughs> because of the pandemic. Yeah, but it, and it's understandable to like the sex life to wither a bit because yeah. if you're together all the time. Yeah, and people's libidos have been crazy during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I haven't really had a high libido at all. Yeah, I don't know. I was talking to my flatmate and he's been in quite a long, well, like a two-year relationship and I'm coming up on two years. Not saying that's like super long or anything, but I guess being 20 is quite a long time. Yeah, that is quite a long um, time. And we were just saying how... Like, obviously, I'm really into sex. I have a sex podcast and I talk about it all the time. But I was saying how, oh, I don't know, like, we just get into such a routine sometimes. And I feel like people think that I have this, like, crazy wild sex, but it's really not. It's, like, quite boring. But that's just what happens when you're in a long relationship and it doesn't mean it's shit. It's actually, it's great. Yeah. You just know the best, easiest routine <laughs> like shortest and most efficient even if that's sometimes boring and like so I feel like sometimes getting out of that routine can be good because I don't know I have been getting scared that my boyfriend's gonna get bored of having sex with me <laughs> so I, <laughs> yeah and I guess it's quite relevant in terms relevant. of the pandemic because if you're if you're quarantined with mm. your partner or whatever Break out of that routine sometimes, but also don't be ashamed of the routine. The routine works. Embrace it. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't have to like live up to this weird standard of sex. If it works, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. True. <laughs> yeah, but I just. I mean, I'm glad that you're still having sex. Obviously, I'm not having sex because I'm in a long distance <laughs> relationship. But even with that, I feel like I just haven't had a high libido I just don't really think about sex that often but maybe that is just because it's kind of out of sight out of mind I don't know yeah it's kind of hard to tell (laughs) I see that the next one started sending my boyfriend nudes so yeah kind of similar to the first one um I met a guy online that I really like but my parents can't know our sexting is awesome though yeah. Forbidden love, love Ooh, it. So sexy. <laughs> Happy for you and your good sexting as well. Yeah, very nice. Someone said, someone, <laughs> this is a really good one. Got a vibrator that can be controlled by someone else at long distance and it's the best. One time I tried to put it inside me while I was around my family but it was too loud and I was worried they'd hear so I turned it off (laughs) (laughs) oh my god this is so good I want to get this thing I want it it sounds so fun (laughs) but actually I think it would freak me out I think it would freak you out too because you like being in control (laughs) yeah but not during sex 
Yeah, but it's not like they can just turn on in your day to day life. I guess you it's can not going to be inside me all the time. Yeah, but, no, because a lot of people just leave it in their pants and then just go about their life, and then it's kind of a game. They turn it on. Oh yeah, but I I would do that sometimes, but most of the time I'd imagine it would just be like a set time, and yeah, we know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't want to be surprised, like vibrated. I mean, from time to time, it was if you're Sweet in the trip. right mood. But it's very hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, but I want to try this. Yeah, um, someone said sexting while quarantining with your family is hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean sexting, just texting or like phone sex because f- texting is silent. So. I mean, but I guess you get super turned on. So if you're like just yeah, and like yeah. taking nudes and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I shared a room, so oh, taking yeah. nudes is sort of like you have to be, you have to think about what you're doing. You know, time your shit well. Um, yeah, I guess not so much a problem now. But if I was quarantining with my family, I guess yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um beginning of first lockdown I got back with my ex but we broke up now. Oh, that's sad. I hope you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one last s- pandemic sex story. Go on, hun. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend were staying with my family during lockdown and I gave him a blowjob in my bedroom but we thought my dad was coming upstairs so he so literally as he came he pulled away from me and jizzed all over the top of my head and hair. It was messy. He was standing up by the way if the physics of that don't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Not great. That's so funny, though. That's a good story. Yeah. You know, I was listening to a podcast today, and this this girl said that she doesn't swallow. You know, I've never met someone that doesn't swallow. You definitely have. You just don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I also don't think it's a big deal. I don't get why people wouldn't. To me, it doesn't taste of anything. But I, I can't even taste people it. must have really bad tasting cum. Really? But how bad can it taste? Like, bad. Have you ever had, have you ever tasted bad gum? Really? <laughs> She's nodding, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's like, with people's diets and shit, like, people eat so much shit that it's like, I don't want to taste your, like, meaty ass <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I reckon the people that don't swallow, they must have had a really bad experience with someone's cum being really bad, yeah, and but then also, they're kind of just scarred. Also, though, if you're not swallowing, where is it going? Because what, do you just... It still has to go in your mouth, surely. Yeah, and then also what, do you just turn and spit it on the floor? Or they just come on your face, or in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they just come on your boobs I guess yeah I guess but then it's like the timing it's a bit messy and awkward mm. 
Yeah, and also if you have to spit it, it, that'd be so weird. Like, what, you run to the bathroom and spit it. Yeah, and then it's like, you can't really hide that you didn't swallow it because you're like, like, with it in your mouth. You know, my my top tip is when when he's going to come, you just stick it to the back of your throat so then you can't even taste or yeah. feel it. Or you can just like, I don't know if everyone can do this because I'm so special, <laughs> but like, you know, when you can hold your nose without holding it, like actually having to hold your nose so you don't taste it. And then you can just... I don't think I can do that. But I don't even taste... To me, it tastes of nothing. Like, it just tastes a little bit bitter. Yeah, but some people's cum definitely tastes bad. Like, I've heard so Mm. many stories about this. I guess. And that's what I don't get is it's such a big thing that vaginas smell bad when it's like... I mean... Yeah, it's. More I feel like likely. penises can smell as bad. Like I don't get why vagina. I don't know. To me, it do- one isn't worse than the other. Like I've had a girlfriend and I'd had. I've had a boyfriend. Obviously, they're different people, but I wouldn't. And they don't have the same like smelling genitals. But I wouldn't say one is worse than the other at all in terms of smell or like cleanliness. They're mm. both literally the same. I would say. Yeah. I mean, you're smiling in a way that makes me think you don't mean that yet. No, no, they definitely are. They definitely are the same. They have the same potential. Yeah, that's what I mean, the same potential. People think that vaginas don't have the same potential because it's so, like... Which actually makes no sense because we actually wipe when we pee. Whereas guys just, like, like put their... They're, like, pee penis back in their pants. Whereas we wipe. I don't get why guys don't wipe that. But I dicks. guess more stuff comes out of our vagina than if, the penis. Like, if I have a son, I'm going to teach him to wipe his dick. I'm not. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Just for the lols. <laughs> I don't know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because girls like the toilet paper is like there, and like, what if it gets stuck? That is a bit gross, but it's like, it's not the end of the world. You can deal with it. Anyway, let's move on to <laughs> yeah, <this topic>. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let's just start thoughts on vagina versus dick, guys. <laughs> okay, well, let's kind of answer those questions I mean we kind of have answered those questions ourselves but let's just talk a little bit more about what the pandemic has been like for us how things have changed since we started the podcast like how our self-confidence has changed that kind of thing so tell us how you think you've changed if you think you've changed well I've obviously changed because people change all the time so even regardless of the pandemic I reckon I would have changed but I mean a lot has changed the podcast exists now life is just very different I guess um but I don't know I I keep saying that like the pandemic just hasn't affected me that much which sounds so which sounds so like privileged (laughs) (laughs) and like ignorant in a way but I just, I'm such a lazy, stay-at-home person that I just, I don't know, I haven't felt 
super disconnected from people which I'm really like I'm lucky or I I have but that's just in like mental health shit that I feel all the time anyway yeah I don't know I don't I I kind of don't really have an answer of how it's really affected me so you just don't think it's changed that much I don't I don't think it's changed my life that much no I don't think much I would have done much differently I guess maybe the pandemic sort of actually made the podcast happen. Yeah. Because maybe it wouldn't have happened if we didn't have this sort of, like, pause in life, in a way. Like, even though we still wanted to do it, maybe we would have never made it happen. So I'm always grateful for that. I think it's given people a lot of time to reframe shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that shift has affected me. But I think I was already quite a self-aware, like, always thinking about what the consequences and, like, what I want in life and what the future and, like, always planning ahead. And I'm just that kind of person. So, I don't know. I just, I don't think, I don't think that I have changed that much. Like, aspects of my life have changed that much. Mm. Yeah, and I think, obviously students have kind of been ignored in this whole situation we have been treated terribly by the government that's undeniable but I think we still have to kind of look at the positives in that we are most of us are still able to live in a city well I'm I'm speaking for second and third years not first years because that was a whole other situation obviously you're just thrown into this completely new situation that you've never been in before but Actually, maybe just third years, because even second years, like half of your first year was taken away by the lockdown. So yeah, we as third (laughs) years are in a city where our friends are. We've already had two years to make those friendships. And I'm kind of thankful that this has happened in our third year because I do have so much work to be doing that it's like I don't have that much time to be thinking about other things. So I think in that way being in third year is not the most terrible situation you could be in right now (laughs) being in first and second year must be completely horrible and I would hate to I would probably drop out yeah first year year right Mm. now so yeah I think just being able to be so close to your friends and but at the same time Mm -hmm. there are still a lot of negatives because of how tuition has changed and all of that kind of thing but yeah so maybe that's why you feel that yeah well actually I've, I've just been thinking I know what something that actually has changed yeah I think because everything has taken a huge I mean everything our lives were quite online already but yeah. because everything has moved online now and because of starting the podcast I feel like a lot of things put together it's just made me more conscious and I think a lot of people a lot more conscious and like wanting to educate themselves and a lot less ignorant because so much stuff has been like put online and everyone's looking at it all the time and not that that wasn't the case before like things like Black Lives Matter and um sort of like all those things on Instagram you see all the time yeah that have been and have always been there even before the pandemic yeah and a lot of political yeah but because of the pandemic I think a lot of people are noticing it more. Yeah. So I think I'm learning 
the power of it more and I like I think before I used to have sort of this stance of like oh I just don't really get like why people really post like these things on their stories and stuff like oh who cares like not who cares but as in oh it's not gonna make any difference yeah but obviously that's not true like I'm learning that Mm. it does make a difference and even if you think it doesn't make a difference and one person's gonna see it or like everyone's gonna skip through your story because they don't give a fuck yeah it's like this is what like the little things that we can do though like if you're not gonna do this what are you gonna do yeah people need to like there are messages that need to get out there and even of course we don't have like a huge audience like we have 300 instagram followers and we're so excited about it and yeah we're like (laughs) making all these things that a lot of the time i think feels like it's so much effort that isn't necessarily like going anywhere and it can feel really like frustrating and annoying but i think when you remember that like (laughs) this is where life is now it's online and yeah it has so much more power now than it has ever had before yeah so I think that's like quite a special thing yeah and I I don't know I've been really inspired I think during lockdown by everyone and sort of the initiative loads of people have taken and like so many people have started a podcast so many people have started small businesses like Mm -hmm. even though it's this whole thing of like oh what are you gonna do when you graduate it must be so hard getting a job after covid like yeah I literally haven't thought about it but at the same time so many people are starting new opportunities especially like creative people I think it's it's a scary thing graduating with an arts degree because like, especially in COVID times where people aren't really getting employed, but the creativity. The government said that we have to retrain. (laughs) (laughs) But the creativity that has come from the pandemic, I think is super inspiring. Mm And I, and the sort of out, like outrage and Mm -hmm. outspokenness that I've seen at least that I feel like I hadn't paid attention to. And now I've, been able to and actually given it time so that's something that I've gained from the pandemic I guess that is my piece yeah I really think that this is our opportunity it's kind of like divine intervention but without the divine part (laughs) like (laughs) this is our opportunity that we have been given to start not start fresh but to make amends for all the like terrible shit that we've been putting up with (laughs) like in the economic crash like in 2008 you saw all of these startups like uber and things coming from that and all this creativity coming from that and i think it's very much the same thing now Mm. and it's more related to social movements as well like black lives matter people have probably been more exposed to it because they've had more time to be online and be at home with george floyd and brianna taylor and all of those people um getting killed earlier in the year and still now with the racism that's happening after the election after biden's being elected and i think people that this election in the u.s was the biggest turnout and that's because people have had the time to really care yeah i think it's opening people's eyes yeah and i think that's people have really realized the value of education and yeah it's less selfish mm. it's just yeah it's just, just a less nice. selfish yeah, yeah yeah for sure um and even student like seeing students the students in manchester really looking mm. out for each other i don't think we would have seen anything like that if we weren't in a mm. pandemic other than sort of deep stuff what about have you been doing anything in particular or any tips or anything that you can share of how to 
keep yourself happy or mm. healthy or well during I guess the first question that we asked our listeners you know? yeah I mean I guess the routine thing is a massive thing that I've been learning and I don't think I necessarily would have learned it if we weren't in the pandemic <laughs> maybe I would have because of third year but yeah I think I've been waking up early I've been really conscious of getting good sleep because I've been noticing how much that like that even that tiny bit of extra strain from being a bit too tired or a bit too stressed and not having the time to wind down that really impacts my mental health and even not working out for like a couple of days I really feel that and that's why I've been really trying hard to just even even if it's inside just move my body for a bit of time so I can actually feel myself as a human being it's not just I have to be focused on this work because that's the only way I'm going to get through that through this day it's kind of how am I going to take Mm. the time for myself as well and with eating good meals as well that's been a big part but then I've also been struggling with that recently just because I feel like I'm so bored of cooking I don't know why it is it's just like having to make decisions I think (laughs) I've always struggled with making decisions, but especially yeah. now it feels like such a massive thing because of the uncertainty of everything. Mm. Yeah, I guess related to routine and all of that shit, because the, you have so much more time by yourself and yeah, kind of doing not much, mm. you have all that more time to sort of notice how your body reacts, like what helps, what makes your day better, like what mm. gets you in a worse mood. So I think in that way, it's like quite helpful to sort of get to know yourself better. Yeah. And that's actually true. I mean, I'd say that I haven't really like been, nothing has changed, but I think I have been learning a lot more about routine and like what will make a productive day and what Mm. will make a really non-productive day and what works for me and what doesn't. And Mm -hmm. I guess it's like quite a good opportunity to do that right now. And kind of just taking it one day at a time as well. Mm. Like, I think in any other situation, like, I would have been in this year really feeling the pressure of what I would have to do mm-hmm. when I graduate in yeah. June. Like, I would be freaking out right now, probably, because that's just, like, the kind of person <laughs> that I am. I mean, know? I'm still freaking out, like, low key, I mean, but, yeah, know. no, low-key I am, but I kind of came to the conclusion recently that I should probably just take a year out because I don't particularly want to be doing a master's online next year I don't particularly want to be doing another year of education and I don't think I would have really come to that conclusion if we were in another situation like I think yeah a lot of people have just really realized what they want and I think I've realized that too and yeah not planning so far in advance that's something that I've realized like I just want to take it a day at a time (laughs) that is all I want to do just kind of see where each day takes me and just like hope tomorrow's gonna be fine Mm. (laughs) and not think about anything else yeah I'm just kind of playing it quite safe because (laughs) I just I can't deal with anything too drastic happening because it's just too (laughs) overwhelming (laughs) what about would you say your relationship has really changed because of the pandemic uh not really like I I've said before my boyfriend and I lived together already so Mm. then when we like we quarantined together for a bit and then we were like not together for a bit but that's just sort of how our relationship worked already like it's either we live together or we don't see each other yeah so uh no I don't I I feel like I don't know I don't think the pandemic has had a huge 
impact on my relationship because it hasn't really dictated that much of like the decisions we've made yeah what about i mean <laughs> I mean, I guess it goes without saying, but let us not know. <laughs> in my relationship, <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, I talked about it in our third episode, kind of the situation, and obviously, I'm in a long distance relationship, and I know so many people are and are being forced into that. So yeah, I think that's just been a big problem. And then also just kind of having to make big decisions, as I was saying, is mm. kind of difficult. And that is the situation that we are kind of in. <laughs> so that's very difficult too. And just not being able to know, like just the uncertainty, like not being able to know when we'll see each other again and kind of how things are going to go. As I said, I'm just trying to take it a day at a time <laughs> <laughs> and try not to overwhelm myself. But it is really difficult to kind of find that balance between being like rational and taking it one day at a time and then feeling enough that you kind of feel connected to the situation. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to feel too much and like send myself into a panic. But I also don't want to not feel anything at all and feel completely disconnected from it. Which is more often what happens. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's kind of just having to do university online constantly and then having to have a relationship online. It's like two things that is like by the end of my day, he's just waking up and it's like, I'm done with being online by this point. And we've been going to bed at like 10 and I'm like, (laughs) I just want to get to sleep. (laughs) But you just woke up. So like, maybe we should talk. (laughs) Well, actually, hearing now that you say that, I've kind of, I think I've also, I've gotten better at dealing with uncertainty. Because if I think back to sort of when lockdown was announced, like in March, and it was all like, what the fuck is happening? And I remember like being on the phone with you and Mm. you're kind of like telling me you're not going to be able to go home. Like, what are you doing? And I I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, I still thought it was kind of like... Oh, uh, whatever, like, you know, I think that would blow over, like, in a month. Yeah. Um, But then, like, how freaked out I was about the whole, like, yeah, but I don't know when I'm going to see my boyfriend. And, like, I'm so, so stressy about those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And not knowing things to do with my relationship, like, that, fu- like, freaks me the fuck out. But I've gotten a lot better at it. Like, mm-hmm. my mum was, was asking me... On the phone the other day, she was like, "Oh, how do you feel about not seeing your boyfriend for like Christmas break?" Because mm. I usually I'm like, "Oh, I'm really like sad about like <laughs> the break that's coming up," and I'm like super anxious about it, and I'm like really, yeah, like always like that. But I was like, I don't know, I just haven't really thought about it. Like, it needs to happen, doesn't it? Like, what am I gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. I've just become way more like. I just accept the shit that's happening. Yeah, I and think like you have, I'm less yeah, scared of uncertainty because it's just kind of like there's nothing I can do. Like I can only mm. trust in what I have and like what I have right now and how I feel right now and how my boyfriend feels right now and how like the whole situation right now. I can't control <laughs> anything else. Yeah, it is literally just like one big <laughs> trustful exercise. <laughs> like this whole year. <laughs> so true. <laughs> But fuck, like, 2020 has been literally, like, the sh- 
shortest, longest year or like longest, shortest year. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. gone by so Time quick. Time just hasn't existed. Yeah. It's literally, to me, it's gone by so quick, but it's also been like eternal, you know? Mm, it's literally, this year has been the proof that time is just a concept. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying it for years, but now everyone knows. <laughs> but literally like... When I was four, I thought 20 was going to be my year. 2020 was going to be my year. But obviously that didn't work out. So I guess just to round up kind of us talking about ourselves, like I just wanted to say, obviously this year hasn't been ideal for anyone. But I hope this episode has kind of helped you see that you're not alone. You should really kind of look at what you have taken from this year even if it's the smallest thing I feel like we have all become a lot more resilient and maybe more in tune with ourselves Mm -hmm. and hopefully that will serve us in the long run and I think that's a massive positive we can take from this year even though it's been the worst year that probably (laughs) we will have to live through you know like (laughs) it can only get better really (laughs) so yeah that's what I have to say. At least Trump didn't get elected. Imagine. Yeah, exactly. That's like <laughs> such a relief and like the comedic relief from watching him trying to fucking claim that he <laughs> did win. You know, it's just. Yeah, I think every day it does get a tiny bit better, even though we're still in the depths of the pandemic and still there's the cases are massively high. Mm-hmm. But. I think, as I said, we've kind of all gotten so used to it that it's like, I don't know how how much we feel it anymore. Or if, if we do, it's good to at least take a break and maybe this episode will give you that opportunity to kind of mm. just reflect on what you do go through every day and give yourself the space to not feel your best and not be your most productive and eat the food that you want to eat and listen to like what you need <laughs> yeah. yeah okay so just to kind of end the episode we're gonna hear from another one of our friends our friend amelia and she's written a short little piece about her experience with mental health during lockdown so we're gonna read that out now Lockdown has been difficult. I feel as though this is this most obvious statement in the world, but it doesn't make it any less true. Being isolated from friends and people that I have leaned on so much during difficult times was daunting. Whenever I found myself in the middle of a particularly bad period in my depression and anxiety, I could no longer leave the house and see the people that always made me feel comforted. I started to drink a lot. I found it difficult to get through an evening or go to sleep without a bottle of wine. It helped numb the feelings at a time while it was impossible to escape them in a healthy, in healthier ways. I've somehow managed to find myself in two separate relationships during lockdown. It seems I'm quite the serial monogamist. The first, which lasted around six months, ended suddenly in July. After relying on him through the toughest first months, I was completely crushed when we broke up. This lasted for around a week when I came to my senses and realised what a loser he was. I came out as bisexual to my friends a few years ago, made it a bit more public this year and decided I would take some time on my own to explore myself and my sexuality. I did what everyone does after a breakup, got drunk a lot, spent time with my friends and of course read 
downloaded Tinder. I flirted with some new people, a lot of them women, something I have never really experienced before. Eventually, I matched with a guy that I had flirted on and off with for a couple years. He asked if we could finally meet. I was reluctant, as I was determined to stay single for a while, but I accidentally ended up falling in love with him. He has lifted me up, and despite us still being in this horrible lockdown, my mental health is better than ever. It's a healthy kind of attachment. I don't completely rely on him for my happiness, but he brings so much calm and positivity in my life that he truly does add to it. He makes me feel sexy, he has confidence in me, and he pushes me to do the absolute most. I've stopped drinking as much, I take my meds and listen to my body. I'm really happy. When I look back on the last year, what it has taken away, I have to acknowledge all that it has given me. You learn a great deal about yourself when you have no one else to talk to for eight months. Preach. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much to Amelia yeah, and thank you. everyone who submitted stuff for this episode. It's really nice to see some positivity and just everyone's journey during this time. It sounds so crazy. <laughs> But, like, I'm glad that it had a nice ending. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm so happy that everyone's managing to find their own ways to deal with things during this time. Yeah, so just to end the episode, we kind of wanted to speak a little bit about how when we were planning the episode, we kind of envisaged that it was going to be a more serious episode, more to do Mm. with mental health, but it has been so nice to see everyone's more positive and light-hearted responses you know it's really important that we find positive ways of dealing with things mm. and also acknowledge all the harm that has come from this as well so we kind of just wanted to show that mixture in this episode hopefully that's what we've achieved yeah and paint the bigger picture in some kind of way <laughs> yeah and we're so thankful for everyone for sharing your experiences with us yeah, you know, thank it means you so much to us we hope everyone continues to stay happy and safe we hope you find some way getting through the next few weeks of lockdown or whatever your situation is and you're just mm-hmm. safe and happy and there's lots of episodes to listen to if you get bored or lonely and we can keep you company (laughs) and you can dm us or email us if you have any questions or like just someone to talk to and stuff we're nice people i promise (laughs) yeah or if you're even more bored and you want to do something with your time you can write something for our blog on our website which is (laughs) www.sextraspodcast.com mm-hmm. it can just be about relationships mental health your experience sex For whatever sure. you want really we just kind of want to continue this community of support especially during this time so yeah you can submit that on our website or email it to us our email is sextraspodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram is at sextraspodcast. Also, please don't forget to review us, subscribe and rate us. It really helps us out. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodatiyi. Produced by Mabel Productions.